Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Geek Vibe Live. Hey, it's Dean Kane. You may know me as uh, a superhero or two or four. Uh, and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Superman. It is Superman. And yes, indeed, you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Thank you, Dean Kane. And thank you, Dane, for the drop. Um, <laughs> welcome to an all new episode of Geek Vibes Live. Uh, this edition I am calling. Uh, I think I, I labeled it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dane, uh, DCEU pretty much riding the ship. I'm kind of paraphrasing here. Um, revival. DCEU, DCEU's revival. DCEU, there we go. DCEU's revival. Because I heavily feel, from what Joel and Kanan were kind of <laughs> telling me about, I'm feeling the momentum of the DCEU coming back in full force. But let's not move too far ahead. Let me introduce my co-host, Dane. What's going on, Dane? We did it, Juwan. We finally got the drop worked out where I, I hit it, and then you came in right afterwards. It was amazing. Sparks flew out of my ass. I hope you guys have had a great weekend. Absolutely. I don't know how Joel's going to top that, but Joel, try. Um, we also have Joel. What's going on, Joel? Yeah, there's no way I can top that. That's, uh, I'm out. I'm out now. I'm just going to bow out of this. <laughs> All right, so we lost Joel. First blood of his ass, too. No, uh, <laughs> no, I did want to, before we start the show, I did want to give a quick shout-out to Kanan, who could not be on tonight, and Nick, who is on a vacation. So both of those guys Ooh. will hopefully be boo. back next week. <laughs> you don't have to boo. But uh, hopefully both of those guys will be back next week. Dane <laughs> getting ready to lock it, lock and load. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we do have a great show nonetheless prepared for you. Um, we're going to start with, excuse me, uh, Luke Cage Season 2. We're going to do a non-spoiler review. We know a lot of people, because this has been like a jam-packed weekend with Jurassic World, The Incredibles 2, you might not have gotten to Luke Cage Season 2. So we won't be those people that spoil it for you. We'll save that for next weekend. Me and Joel are just going to very briefly, quickly go over our mm-hmm. thoughts of this season, and then we'll move right along. So don't worry. You don't have to skip ahead or mute or whatever. 
We won't be spoiling right. anything. So, Joel, right. I'll go to you first. What were your thoughts of season two of Luke Cage? Well, obviously, uh, my thoughts are it's crap. It's total and non-playing. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I really... I've I've seen some people that said they didn't like it for some apparent reason. Um, I have to heavily disagree with that sentiment because this is what it was one of the better Netflix series. And I think it was really very well written for 13 episodes. It never to me felt flat. Whereas like you could most of the Netflix series up up to this point, I said maybe from the last Jessica Jones, kind of had this midway point where it kind of it feels kind of different in the second half. Maybe because they switched uh, the villain up or something like that. This um, did it. It kind of stayed all the way through. Uh, what a consistent storyline. Everybody felt more, uh, there's more depth to the characters than I ever expected. But I, I remember putting that in a review. Like, there's certain characters that get more play this season than last year uh, in different ways, in unexpected ways. Uh, in a way, this, this season is even bloodier than last season. There's a little more uh, gore yeah. to it. Um, it's darker in certain ways, but also, uh, but also lighter. It's kind of hard to explain that. You have to watch it to understand that part of it. But I have to say, um, all of all, all in all, it's a great season overall. Uh, I, I loved what I got out of uh, my culture again as Luke Cage. I loved what I got out of uh, um, Misty Knight. I, I love what I got out of the new villain uh, Bushmaster, uh, the old villains uh, Mariah and Shade. So, and there's a couple surprises and a lot of nice little Easter eggs for comic book. Power Man comic book fans, you're going to love it. So I have to say it gets an A for me. Perfect. I mean, I, I completely agree. I will say, um, I remember when I first started watching it, uh, I immediately uh, text Joel and I was like, this is so cheesy. And Joel was like, well, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be cheesy. And once, you know, I kind of talked to Joel about that and he kind of got it through my thick skull. Like, that's what they were kind of going for. That's what the character is. I was completely fine with it. I was completely fine with it. And when I say cheesy, I don't mean over the top. Uh, I just meant, like, there were some aspects of it that were just, like, uh, it's kind of, like, kind of, like, a little too cheesy. Yeah. But I get Has, that that's uh, what they were trying to do. Right. I, I, I get what you're saying, though. There were definitely a couple times throughout the show where it kind of felt like old-school filmmaking, like that whole black exploitation right. kind of feel to it. That's kind of how it felt right. in certain, uh, certain aspects during certain scenes. So I understand what you're going with, uh, but it kinda, I kind of felt like that was kind of also the point. <laughs> right. So once I understood that, I, I loved it. Uh, I really enjoyed what uh, Cheo did. I also have to give a huge shout-out to Lucy mm-hmm. Liu, who directed the first episode of season Correct. two. It started off with the action immediately. I'm not going to go too deep into it. I told you guys this is non-spoiler. But she started right away. There was no – you didn't have to wait for the build-up. She started yep. all systems go as soon as the you know, as soon as the show started. A huge shout out the, to Lucy Lou who looks like she should maybe yep. the music was on point too, but it looks like Lucy Lou should maybe do some more directing, maybe for other uh for the other shows. Maybe she should do like yep, an episode sure. here or there. I'd love to see her team yeah, up with yeah. Kristen Ritter to do an episode of maybe Jessica Jones season three. Do one or two episodes right. out of that. Um, she has a knack for it. She really does, um, and she did a really good job with that first episode, setting the tone for the entire season. Um, I agree with Joelle. I, I loved uh, Misty. Uh, I thought she had a great. Um, I thought she had a great rebound from what I didn't really enjoy of the way they wrote her in the Defenders. So I was enjoying kind of how they kind of brought her back to who she was supposed to be in the season two. 
Um, and like Joel said, there's a lot of surprises, big surprises, and a lot of Easter eggs. Um, and just well write such such good writing. Trust me, if you heard someone say that it was okay, not the best, don't listen. Please watch for yourself. We stress that all the time. Don't listen to critics. Watch it for yourself. Um, yeah. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. But give it a chance, um, you know, and see see what see what you might like about it. I will say, um, I think Luke Hello? Jessica Jones did. Hello, am I here? Well, there you, there you, you are. Okay. You're oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we I hope you're say, here. Uh, I think <laughs> I think Luke Cage season two had a better season two than Jessica Jones. Um, yeah, I, I left that. season yeah. two of and Luke I Cage. Right, it wasn't horrible. I just it, no, no, it, no. A lot of it was just kind of like, eh. Um, it, it I was all Luke over the Cage, place <laughs> emotionally. It was scattered <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> I will say, I left Luke Cage season two like, man, I wish season three would drop like tomorrow. I left Jessica Jones season two like, I could wait a year. I don't. <laughs> I could wait a year for them yeah. to kind of fix things. Yeah, I had no idea what the next story is going to be for Jessica Jones season three. Right. Which is a different, but right. okay, season two, it kind of sets it up for like, oh, shit, I can't wait to see what they exactly. do. Exactly. You know exactly where they're going in the next season. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much yeah. that's pretty much it. I give it a 9 out of 10. Um, only reason yep. I don't give it a 10 out of 10 is because I rarely give anything that doesn't have Batman in it 10 out of 10. So I'm going to just stay on par <laughs> with that. Um, <laughs> but it was an amazing season. Also, check out our interview with Cheo. Kanan did that. Mm-hmm. We also have an yep. interview with another one of the cast members. Um, we'll put the links out so you guys can check it out. Um, they're not really spoilery. Um, they're just very informative of what Cheo is looking to do, uh, what he was looking to do with this season and going forward. So make sure you tune in to uh, those. We have them posted up on Blog Talk and YouTube, so check those out. Um, Joel, is there anything else you wanted to add about Luke Cage season two? Uh, without spoiling, it would be difficult. But I will say the music is still on par, like we mentioned earlier. It's like I loved most yeah. of the reggae songs they had playing. It was great. <laughs> it felt yes, right. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I'll say this because it was a huge issue I had. Well, not a huge issue, but somewhat of an issue that I had with uh, some of these Marvel Netflix shows. It isn't damsel in distress driven. You do not get that feel no. whatsoever this season, whatsoever. Like, you don't have those scenes where it's like, oh, man, uh, the, the love interest is coming in to water it. You don't have to worry about that at all. So, and that's yeah, not they kind of get rid of that early. not ruining anything. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. get rid of it early. They get rid of it early. Um, and that was a good thing. That set a really good tone for the rest of that season. Uh, they needed to get yeah. that out of the way. Uh, for Luke Cage to really come out and show – uh, and I will say, Joel, one thing we didn't add before I move on so we can get into our topics with Dane, uh, you mm. kind of see a real dark side of, of Luke Cage. He kind of flirt, flirts around with being kind of what Daredevil was. Like, you remember how Daredevil was kind of like, all right, I know where – I have a line, and I won't ever cross that line. But he had right. to find that line first. He had to find the line first. Because, remember, there was a point where he almost, he almost thought about killing Kingpin. Like, he was going to kill him. Right. And then he had to remind himself that there's a line that he won't cross. Luke Cage right. flirts with the idea of that. And I'm interested to see. A couple times, actually. A couple times, right. Because we've seen Jessica flirt with it. We've seen Matt flirt with it. Now we've seen Luke flirt with it. I'm really curious to see if in uh, Iron Fist Season 2, 
Will we see Danny flirt with it? Um, right. I'm really interested to see if we get all these characters kind of going dark before they bring themselves back. Um, but it was a great season. It was a really great season in Luke Cage season two. Uh, like I said, I give it nine out of ten. Joel gave it an eight plus. So I guess he skipped numbers. Um, yeah, I could get. I'll go nine. All, Nine's not bad. Nine's you'll not go bad. nine, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and like I said, we'll do next week a full spoiler review because by that time, hopefully, Kanan, Nick, and Dane will have seen it, and we can really go in depth to what we enjoyed of of, of season two. But this right. is it for our non-spoiler review, unless, Dane, you had any questions you wanted to ask about the season. If not, we can go right into our topic. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) Um, All right. So let's get right into – oh, actually, I'm sorry. Before we get into our topic, we do have trailer talk. Uh, There was a trailer for Free 2 that dropped. Um, yep. That wasn't the only thing dropping in the trailer. I believe it started with Michael B. Jordan hitting the mat. Um, but Dane, I'll tell yeah. you since we haven't heard from you in a while, what were your thoughts on the trailer for Three Two? I'm so excited about this movie. I'm still a little bit like scared because of the fact that Kubler is not directing it. Um, I know that he worked on the script, um, and I know that this is uh, someone that works directly with him that's directing it. Um, but still, it just there's something about it that kind of makes me nervous a little bit. Um, either way, this trailer was fantastic. It did exactly what it was supposed to do, and that is get me excited for this film. And I love how it starts. Like you said, Michael B. Jordan's on the you know on the mat. He's in the hospital. Uh, you know he's getting revived from his girlfriend. He now has a child. You know a lot of stuff has happened since the last movie. Um, I don't know how they're going to go about it. I don't know if he loses twice like Rocky did um, against Cooper Lang, I believe, is who that happened. Maybe it was the Russian. No, I think the Russian killed Apollo and then went against Rocky. But either way, maybe he he goes against them, he loses, or someone else beats them. I don't know exactly what happens, but I think it's going to be a redemption story for Creed. I think that he's going to go against uh, what's supposed to be basically uh, the Russian son, um, Dolph Lundgren's son in this movie. So it's going to be really interesting. I'm wondering how Dolph Lundgren is going to play into it, if there's some sympathy and remorse for what he did. This is a definitely – this movie, just like, uh, you know, Rocky Balboa and especially Creed, were more akin to the first two movies, much more dramatic, much – you know, I love the third and fourth film. Fifth doesn't exist. But – you know, the, the stuff in the fourth film, um, uh, or uh, the stuff in the fourth film were ridiculous. Wait, what was he saying? Anyways, I, I'm just trying to say this movie looks great. I can't wait to see what happens. I still think that Dwight uh, Stallone is going to bite the bullet. Uh, he's going to pull um, just like his trainer did, basically. Uh, so I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not, but I love the trailer. I can't wait to see what happens, and I'm really looking forward to this movie. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, Dane. I think uh, what I got from the trailer is I think this is legacy building. Um, I think this is – I think what we'll see from this is him trying to definitively step out of his father's shadow and create his own legacy. I think the first one did a good job of, of, of the idea of him building a legacy, and I think this will define his legacy. Um, I don't know if I want Creed to be a trilogy – 
Uh, I could be speaking out of turn because I haven't even seen the second one because uh, it's not out yet, obviously. Um, but what I also wanted to uh, add to was what you were saying about Ryan Coogler. The one thing that scares me, Dane, is I kind of feel like Ryan Coogler isn't a guy that likes to do sequels. And that really scares me because we are depending on him to do our Black Panther sequel, and we haven't heard and anything he's been really about quiet. him. He's been very quiet, and Marvel said they're not making one without him. So it's like, unless Marvel throws him like eight Brinks trucks, it's like, I don't know if he will. He doesn't seem like a guy um, that that wants to do sequels. But I will say, Antoine Farquhar was, was just like that. But then he came out and did Equalizer yep. too. So it's like he broke the mold of that. So Ryan Coogler might be a guy that would break the mold of that, especially in a big box office market like Marvel. You kind of don't really say no to it unless there's, like, creative differences um, that kind of make you, make you lean that way. But I don't think Kevin Feige will get in the way of Ryan Coogler. But it just doesn't seem like it, – it's one or two things. He's just not eager to do a second one anytime soon. But he's just not really amused by the idea of doing sequels. Um, and I kind of got that feel from him not doing um, Creed 2. You could say he didn't do Creed 2 because he did Black Panther. Um, I don't believe that. I kind of feel as though he didn't do that because he didn't want to. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know which way to take that. Because um, like you said, he contributed to the writing. So if he had time to do writing... I felt like he could have just directed it. I feel like he didn't want to direct it. And that was the biggest difference. So it makes me a little nervous, but I'm sorry. I'm doing too much. Talk. I'm sorry, Joel. Joel, what are your thoughts on the Creed 2 trailer? Uh, it was good. I liked it a lot. I, I liked what I saw. It kind of had, I, I don't know if you've seen all the Rockies, but it kind of reminded me a little bit of that, like Rocky 3. Um, but had that feeling because he's already seen, seems like he's established and like he has money. Apparently as a kid now, so time has passed. Um, so I'm really curious as to what the storyline is actually going to be. We know that Drago's in it and we know that Drago's kid is in it. And we know he's fighting Drago's kid. And we, it kind of is like a revenge fight for him. Um, because obviously if you watch the Rocky movies, Drago killed uh, Apollo. Like, spoiler. <laughs> if you haven't watched it. <laughs> it came out in the fucking early 80s, guys. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched it yet, then I'm I, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I spoiled it. But, yeah, that's, ki- that's kind of what happened there. Um, and that's why this is a big fight for... Uh, for um, wait, what is, is his name? Wait, wait, what's his name in the movie? I forget. It's not Apollo, is it? Wait, what? No, um, I don't think it's Apollo. I think it's just Creed, no, isn't it? <laughs> what? That, no, well, that's his last name. Creed. <laughs> Adonis is his name. Adonis, there you go. I, I couldn't remember his name in the movie, but yeah. So it, it, it's a personal fight for uh, for Adonis in this movie, and I, I can't. And I always love seeing Stallone play Rocky. I'm a big Rocky mark, so I'm hey, super yeah, excited to see yeah. what, how this goes through. And, and I probably will, I'll probably end up watching the Rocky movie sometime this week because I, I've been I wanted to get my girl on it so I'm I'm excited just just to see how this all plays out so I'm I'm cool with it it looks a really good trailer to start off well I I, I will I, say, I just wanted to say yeah uh, yeah uh, I, yeah this is uh, slow so I just want to say this movie looks good uh, we just we're gonna do some crazy stuff and I'm gonna die that's it. 
All right. Well, you heard it from Sylvester Stallone himself. I think that was him. He seemed a little quiet, but you heard it from Sylvester Stallone himself. Um, I will say, Joel, I will be over there. Uh, I'll be over your house because don't get mad at me. I haven't seen any of the Rocky films. Well, I fucking spoiled it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's okay. It, it's completely okay. I spoiled it by the time I actually see it. I don't. I can't um, even. I can't even speak right now. I'm crying. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to be honest with you guys. You're going to find out I haven't seen a lot of movies <laughs> that you would have assumed I, I've seen already. Um, so, oh. so, um, I'm trying to find a boom soundbite, but we don't have one. Yeah, I, yeah. I specifically left boo. it off the board for moments like this. Boo, you suck. <laughs> um, Dane's giving me the gunshot. But, um, I... Are you okay? I do want to apologize. I do want to apologize to anyone who will be listening to this at work and then randomly hear gunshots and think that it's not safe around them. Um, I do apologize. Ahead of time. Well, not ahead of time, after the fact. Um, He's apologizing but, for me, too. Uh, yes, for Dane also. Um, but let's get into our, our major topics. I'm going to start with the Marvel news so then we can kind of go in depth with, uh, with what's going on with DC. Um, so, first, Let's get into uh, the news of Disney making another huge offer uh, over Comcast for the rights to the Fox property. I'm going to say this before I pass this, pass this off to you, Dane. Disney okay. better be making a movie with these properties, I mean immediately after landing them. And I don't mean like within the year or two. I mean within the first four years of getting these properties back, they better make they better make a movie from one of these characters or hint towards them in some of these future movies. Only because Kevin Feige goes, well, even if we get it, we're we're talking well after 2020 before we even settle down on on doing anything with them. But then it's like, all right, so if you had the cavalier attitude to where it's like it's not that important, we don't need it right now. And then it's like you're trying to do a uh, what is, what number did they go to, Dane? Wasn't it like 70 billion or something like that? billion. $71.3 billion. Whenever you offer up that much money, that means you desperately want it back. So if you desperately want it back, we need need films or something from it immediately. And I think we all deserve that. I think if you're putting in a big this large, which I don't think Comcast will will match. I I don't think they want it that bad. Um, If we do get it back... Kanan might, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think I think Kanan only wants it just so Marvel doesn't do more things, <laughs> so he can kind of get DC up there. Um, but no, you did, you um, said that I did it. not. By the way, <laughs> Dane told me to say it, Kanan. He messaged me, um, but no. <laughs> I think if you're Disney and if you're making this last second huge offer. Uh, that's you telling not only Comcast and Fox, but your fan base that you desperately want these properties back also. So don't make us wait till like 2024 before you're giving us an X-Men movie or something. Uh, I don't think that that's fair. Um, but, Dane, I'll go to you. Uh, what are your thoughts on Disney trying to completely outbid Comcast, like put them in the dirt to get these properties back? Well, here's the thing, and I, I think everyone realizes we've talked about it a bunch of times. You know, this is not so much about 
uh, Disney and Universal trying to get the X-Men, uh, the Fantastic Four, even for Disney. I mean, yeah, they definitely want these properties back so they can have some more stuff for Marvel, but they're looking at a huge library of films because Disney wants to compete with Netflix. Netflix revenue for a year, uh, yearly basis is multiple billions of dollars. Uh, same thing with Hulu, Amazon. So they want to be able to get some of that money while making films. And also, like Comcast has Universal, which is another reason. Universal has a shit ton of properties and stuff like that. They're also trying to make an app for Comcast. They both have theme parks. Disney has theme parks, too. So if they own the rights to Aliens, they own the rights to Play of the Apes. These are potential things to be a part of their theme parks in California and in different parts of Europe and in Orlando. So there's lots of contributing factors of why Universal and why Disney want and need these properties. Um, for anyone, and I feel like it's a weird, weird, weird concept. I've, I've uh, felt, uh, you know, people who desperately want Marvel not to have everything, kind of like what we were joking about with Kanan, but in a realistic standpoint from some people that are DC fans. I've also seen people who honestly just seem like they, and I, I love a lot of, there's only been a couple Fox X-Men films that I haven't liked, but it's, it's the fact that Fox is not going to have those anymore and they might go back to Marvel. Scares them for some reason? Fuck that! <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to see X-Men, a part of the MCU, and when it comes to us, yeah, it's cool they're going to get Aliens, Play of the Apes, you know, everything else, but Wall Street Journal basically said 20th, 21st Century Fox agrees to higher offer from Disney. $71.3 billion. Holy shit. So, yes, there can be a counteroffer from Comcast. But Murdoch, like the cash um, perspective with Comcast, now they're literally willing to take out all the money from the banks and give them cash for it. Disney now has $10 billion, I think, plus from their offer, and they're trying to get stocks for them, too. So Murdoch will own some of the stocks within Disney, uh, and also, obviously, just Fox the company. I just don't get it if if you are really wanting Comcast to get it or you just don't get this whole entire concept because you're worried about people losing their jobs, I understand that. that it's, it's, it's a horrible, uh, you know, um, something that's bad that comes out of this, basically. Uh, but if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I've been saying it for a long time. And I think that we will see stuff at the end of Phase 4 that will signify certain characters, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, uh, Galactus, Doctor Doom, maybe at the end of uh, Black Panther, they show, you know, um, Latveria kind of like watching over uh, Wakanda or something like that. And they pan up and it's Doctor Doom and his mask. They don't even have to have an actor for it. And, you know, something like that. I, I think that that will happen. I think that Disney's definitely going to get them. I'm very excited about that. I think that's awesome. Um, I think that the X-Men are all going to be about Phase 5. This is going to be about Captain Marvel. This is going to be about possibly Nova, lots of other characters, Spider-Man, this group of younger heroes that happened after Avengers. And I think Phase 5 is going to be all about Fantastic Four and X-Men, potentially. But they already have their stuff going on, so it's all about exactly what Kevin Feige wants to do. I'm sure that if he already has stuff figured out, he also has a version to be able to give you those type of after-credit scenes to, you know, kind of initiate that type of stuff. And if you love the Fox stuff, Hey, I'm happy for you. It's great. But guess what? Every fucking role, I'm sorry, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man or whatever. It's been recast a bunch of times. I've had a bunch of actors do great jobs on it. It might be cast again, even though I don't want Ben Affleck to leave. That's a whole nother story. 
with Wolverine, it's going to fucking happen. And, uh, you know, maybe they can do it in a way to kind of like progress him in there. They don't have to necessarily use him for the first X-Men movie at all. Uh, they can kind of like build up to that. He wasn't in the X-Men at first. So whatever they do, but that to me is very <sighs> silly to worry about like, nope, he already gave in like, you know, he gave in like 20 years almost, so he needs to be the only one. No, I'm sorry. I don't agree with you. I think that you're ridiculous. You know, just give it some time. We can find an actor that could do a better job than Hugh Jackman. I'll even say that. That's a bold statement. I love Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Uh, it's the same thing, Dane. Uh, people went through with the transition from Bale to Ben. Uh, everyone was just yep. like, for some weird reason, they thought Bale was so untouchable that if he didn't continue well, it, like that was that was it for Batman, and it was just like I didn't I didn't understand that. I mean, he did a, he did a good job, but by no means am I saying he yeah. did a bad job. But I didn't think he well, did so thing. transcendently that you couldn't replace him. Absolutely, and here's the thing: it's like Christian Bale's Batman is a great example, of, like or or Christopher Nolan's Batman series is very much like Brian Singer's X Men series. I want something that really encompasses the comics. We get to see the start of them as younger adults or maybe even kids possibly, depending on what route they want to do. Maybe a prequel later on or whatever. It doesn't matter. But those were adaptations. Uh, The Dark Knight trilogy was an adaptation of Batman. Not everything was like it was in the comics. The Joker wasn't. Obviously, Batman had aspects that were. A lot that weren't. You know, and same thing I think goes for Singer's X-Men. I think they were great for what they were. But I think that if you want to go by what's been the most similar to the comic books, it's been what Ryan Reynolds did with Deadpool. The, the X-Men stuff, continuity's been thrown the fuck out of the window. You know, it goes all over the place. I still love it, but it's time to, you know, change things up and get something that's more, to me, like the animated series and the comic books. Yeah, I mean, I will say... The one, the one thing that makes me nervous about if, uh, let me not say if, let me just say when, ho- uh, hopeful thinking. Um, when Disney yeah. acquires the rights back to their characters, the only thing that makes me nervous is you have New Mutant, you have what we assume um, is, is going to be, uh, oh, man, what did uh, Ryan Reynolds call that team at the end of Deadpool 2? Um, X-Force. X-Force. Um, <laughs> I kind of feel like if, uh, when this deal happens, I don't think those those properties are something Kevin Feige uh, will take um, will will want to get fast tracked. Is what I'm saying. I don't think he's gonna com- I don't think he's gonna put it in the garbage. I just don't think it's something that he'll go. All right, now we got it. We definitely have to make sure we um, fast track an X Force or fast track a New Mutants Part Two. I think that's something that'll be a slow build. And that's one thing that'll bug me because I love the end of Deadpool 2 and I left saying, man, I cannot wait for an X-Force. And, uh, you know, from the trailer from New Mutant, I can't wait for that movie. And if it's as good as I'm, I'm expecting it to be, I really want a part two of that. And I don't think those are things that will be fast-tracked like a uh, Fantastic Four or like an X-Men rebuild. Uh, or like a Doctor Doom. I think those other characters will kind of get the forefront, and it might be a while if, you know, I'm not going to say if at all. It might be a while before we get anything else from from Deadpool or anything else from uh, those other characters that uh, Fox is starting to build upon. 
Uh, and I'm not saying by any means Kevin Feige is afraid of the R rating. That's why I'm just saying I don't think the level of importance from those characters or properties is as big as the Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, Silver Surfer, Galactus, the X-Men. Um, but before, before uh, let me pass it to you, Joel. I'm sorry. Um, what are your thoughts on Disney uh, trying to outbid Comcast to get the rights back? And do you feel as though Kevin Feige will show equal love uh, to all the current properties? Because remember also, Channing Tatum keeps hanging on to the idea of this Gambit movie happening. Do you think Kevin Feige will hold hold true to the uh, the properties that have already been built? Or do you think they'll have a slow grind and he'll kind of put Fantastic Four and stuff like that to the forefront? Jane Tatum's going to play the crow. Oh, oh God. The crow. Um, I am happy that Disney uh, put up the money and, out, and outbid uh, Comcast, put up that $71.3 billion, whatever the fuck it was. And uh, I don't expect them to match, but of course, you know, we always have one of our Resident uh, um, <laughs> Comcast Disney scoopers <laughs> They're always ready to tell us that Disney's not out of it just yet. We always have to know Comcast is coming with another bid. Uh, so that's one of the main reasons I can't wait till it's over so I don't have to, like, worry about it anymore. Um, and it'd be really cool if it happens, obviously, because that's all we fucking want. We want to see the X-Men Fantastic Four, and we want them back home, like just like we wanted Spider-Man. Though there's some contingencies with that. Um, we, he's still home regardless, you know, uh, and that's what we want. And I, that's what I want. And I do believe that most of whatever we've gotten from the X-Men movies, like whatever X-Men movies, like the Dark Phoenix movie, New Mutants, that might be the end of whatever Fox is making. And it'll be, that'll be the only thing that Marvel Disney will probably end up keeping in some capacity is Deadpool series. Like Deadpool X-Force might have a chance of surviving. I don't know about the rest of the X-Men franchises aside from that. I think everything else will be rebooted, uh, rebooted so it can be integrated later on. I don't think the X-Men will yep. be the first ones to, to to show up. I think that will come a little bit later. I think the Fantastic Four will be first and whatever villains they have. Uh, we'll probably see that before we see any type of X-Men stuff. I think that will come, though. It just You're going to need time to breathe. Because if they say uh, this does come out, the... Um, Dark Phoenix. You need some time before that and the next X-Men reboot. So maybe in another four or five years, we might get an X-Men reboot in the MCU properly. And but by, but by I think in half that time, we'll probably have Fantastic Four. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. And I think what makes me nervous is, like I said, I think we will get an X-Force movie, but I think it'll be a slow grind. I don't think, because remember, Kevin Feige said he has a crap load of stuff already planned out for like the next four or five years. So it's mm. like, I don't know if Gambit fits in there. I don't know if an X-Force movie fits in there. I don't even know if any of the other properties they were trying to slow build, like a Doctor Doom movie. I don't know if that stuff is something that Kevin Feige's like, yeah, let's get working on that. I think he has his mindset on what he already planned out and then adding in, like I said, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, Galactus, guys that you can further world build with, uh, I think he might take of more importance with. Uh, I mean, heck, we might even be getting a Nova movie um, at some point. So it's like he has a right. lot of stuff planned, 
that would come out before those Fox property movies came out. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm concerned. I'm just a little bothered by it because, like I said, and let's not forget, uh, Josh Brolin signed that huge deal with Fox to do multiple appearances as Cable. So it's like, all right, well, if that's something they're doing a slow grind to, what happens with that deal? Does it stay intact? Or, or what, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I really enjoyed yeah. the Ozzy Beats. I enjoyed, um, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, all the characters that they built for the X-Force. Is it going to be a slow grind, or are they just, like, done with it? And that's something that I think, once they do get it, I do think Kevin Feige at some point should make it very clear what his plans are for the universe, like what he wants to do with certain characters, what he'll continue, what he'll drop off, just so we know, so it's like, okay, we don't have to be waiting by, by the TVs or by our phones for a notification to drop of, you know, we'll actually get another Deadpool or there's no more Deadpool. Just kind of come out and just right. go over it briefly, just say, we're rebooting X-Men, we're keeping Deadpool, there is no more Gambit, shut up Tatum, uh, or Tate, whatever his name is. Um, Channing. Just kind of let everyone know. Yes, Channing, thank you. Just kind of let everyone know what you want to do with it once you get it so we're not sitting here just, like, going insane thinking that you're about to ruin everything. Um, but, Dane, did you have anything to add to um, – uh, me being nervous about Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige, I'm sorry, possibly just taking a dynamite to everything that Fox started to build? I could see him definitely doing that, and that's something that we're going to have to realize is that, I mean, it all depends also. I don't think Deadpool, do, I, think it's gonna, I think Deadpool 2 is going to do well, but the first one was a phenomenon. If you asked me before the second one came out what I thought about this, it was much more, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Feige is obviously going to want to use his character but now it's like the second one did well, but I don't know if it's just going to, like, it's not as impressive. And, and, and a future movie, you know, uh, that would be the only franchise I would keep around in the back pocket of some other, some other part of Marvel, if you will, like a new arm of it maybe. And treat it very much like you do your Netflix shows and do the X-Force continuing Deadpool movies. If you don't plan on using, you know, that's another possibility. If they don't plan on using New Mutants, there's another way of doing that. Like, make it more rated R level X-Men film, if they want to keep that. And I love Deadpool, but I could see Kevin Feige saying, fuck this, and just starting from scratch and letting everything start. If he really wanted to, tr- like, work with Fox to make sure the, the uh, last apparent, um, uh, you know, there's been lots of rumor and innuendo that uh, Phoenix is going to be a two-parter, whether or not. If they want to, if they want to completely integrate that cast and keep on going from there and just kind of like restart them within their universe, I'm fine. If they want to completely go and mix everything and, and, and start from scratch, I'm also okay with that too. Yeah, I mean, let me just say I I, I agree with you. The second one, by no, excuse me, by no stretch of of the imagination, was a phenomenon. But I did just see earlier, um, scrolling through now, <clears throat> just to confirm it. I think it said, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, you probably had an eye on this. Didn't it cross, like, over $300 million, uh this past week or something like that? Uh, I don't remember. Check a lot. I can check. I, uh, I don't remember there. that, but it's possible that's what it did. I thought it did. That's it, cool. it, the only reason, only reason I'm bringing that up is just to say that, like, if it's still financially – beneficial like these x-men movies make money but i i don't know if they were making what deadpool 
was making within its just its first two movies. Yeah. So I'm just saying, just strictly financially, oh, yeah. it's made, it would make it's more. It's made sense. over seven hundred seven mil, or yeah, million dollars. It, I don't think it's going to hit a million, but it's definitely going to make a ton of cash. Um, it just yeah, made right. that impression Kevin Feige specifically. That's the whole thing. Right. Yeah, three hundred and four million and counting. Crazy. Oh, okay, perfect. Because um, then me and you talked about this uh, a, a lot once this whole thing came up that Disney could be getting it back. Me and you pitched the idea of like, why not just put a Deadpool series on? Like Ryan Reynolds is a guy that would do yeah. that would do a series. I, I don't know if Brolin would, but I don't know if he has a choice because he signed on to to do uh, Cable. So I don't think it's it's for specifically a movie. It could be for you just have to appear as Cable three, four other times. So I, I don't know what it restricts or, or what the contract states. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like, the rest of the cast, Zazie Beats, her fame came from doing a television series. But I don't think a lot of these guys, uh, Stefan Kapisic, I don't think they would turn down doing a series. But it all, it all depends on Kevin Feige, and I do think it also depends on Ryan Reynolds. Because if you can't get Ryan Reynolds to go, I don't think they're going to reboot Deadpool. I think they'll just bury it, and we'll never see live-action-wise, Deadpool again. Um, so, I, mean, I don't, it, I don't see be that. I'm not that worried about it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Say it again, Joel. Sorry, I'm not that worried about it. I don't think they'll bury it. No, no, no. I'm saying I think if Ryan Reynolds, like, if they come to Ryan Reynolds and say, hey, we want to make this, like, a show, and he says no, I don't oh. think they're going to reboot <laughs> the character. That's, yeah, I don't yeah, think they'll do that saying. either. Yeah, I yeah, definitely don't yeah. see a show coming, so... <laughs> I don't think he said well, no. I, don't I think know. he'd be I like, don't... you know what? I like money, and uh, before Deadpool, I was pretty much fucked from making the last six movies, so uh, I don't want to be buried again <laughs> if you get that. But, uh... Hey, yeah. man, let me just put it out though. there. Ryan Reynolds, finds ways, Ryan Reynolds finds ways to pop in and out and give us a gem here or there. All right? Let, let me just put that out there. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I don't think he would turn it down, but I'm just saying, hypothetically. But let's keep this Marvel train rolling. Different boss, we did have too. Some... Yeah, that is yep. true. That is true. Um, we do have some more Marvel news from the guy who cannot keep his mouth shut. But I think at this point, it's a gimmick. It's not seriously like he's leaking things. Even though I do want to point out, all through Infinity War, Tom Holland did have a babysitter. It was either, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, that plays Doctor Strange. Um Oh, I can't think of his name. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. It was either him or it was Anthony Mackie. That was his, uh, or or that. <laughs> it was those two that were his babysitters throughout the entire press tour of Infinity War. Um, so maybe it's not a gimmick. Maybe Tom Holland is just really bad at keeping secrets. Uh, <laughs> but Tom Holland was at Ace Comic Con over this past uh, weekend, um, and he did let it slip from holding up a iPad that showed us the title for Spider-Man 2 will be called Spider-Man 2 Far From Home. Uh, it will be called Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. I apologize. He kept saying Spider-Man 2, so I'm sorry. That's why I attributed it. I'm sorry. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Thank you, Joel. Um, I, I kind of took this as a joke um, only because of how bland the name sounds. Like, I don't think a lot of people liked the, the name Homecoming, but it made sense. Uh, once you saw the movie, they were going to their homecoming dance, and it was Spider-Man coming back home 
to to the MCU. So it made sense. It was like kind of like a, a double meaning for it. I don't know what far from home, what I'm supposed to get from that. Like, it, are you saying he's far from New York City? Are you saying because yeah. he's dead, he's far from, from Earth? Like, I, it has so many different possible meanings. Uh, but, Joel, I'll go to you first. What do you make of Spider-Man Far From Home? Uh, yeah, I wasn't blown away by the name either. I think a lot of us are kind of a – but the same thing happened with Homecoming. It wasn't the most exciting meme. But we got used to it and we liked it. Um, Far from home's okay, I guess. I'm not. I'm not I don't hate it or anything. Um, but I, it does make sense for everything we've heard about Spider-Man, the sequel. Um, it, it's he's in Europe. A lot of what we heard is that he's not in the U.S. So it, I don't know why he's in Europe. Uh, from what we know, um, there's obviously been a whole bunch of leaks uh, recently about why he was probably he's possibly overseas. It may be the field trip or whatever it is. But now that we know he's not in New York and that we'll probably be seeing Spider-Man overseas again, like we saw in Civil War, um, it makes sense, far from home, not in the city. So, I mean, the title makes sense. So, I mean, it is, it's just kind of – it is a bland name, but it does make sense based on everything we've heard so far. I will say this. <clears throat> Shout out to John Watts, who I believe is coming back to direct uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From yeah. Home. Right. They they are doing really well with making these movies so enjoyable. The name is the last thing you care about. Like, I remember leaving Homecoming, mm-hmm. and it was just like, even saying the word Spider-Man Homecoming sounded weird, but the movie was so good. I was just like, you know what? I don't care. You could have called it Spider-Man Doo-Doo, and I would have enjoyed that movie. So when you tell me you're bringing in Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> it's just like, it's just, you, you bring in Jake Gyllenhaal, so I'm just like, I don't think I could even hate this movie, even the name. Because it's just like you got Jake Gyllenhaal possibly as Mysterio. Um, Mm -hmm. You possibly have a world building to where Silk could be built from this movie. Uh, We'll get Mm -hmm. into that a little later. So it's a lot that you could build from this um, in the Spidey universe. It's just like the name is the last thing I'm concerned with. But I did like uh, what was floating around before. Um, Spider-Man field trip. I, I mean, I, I that grew on me a little bit when the rumor came out. And I was just like, I don't right. hate it. Um, but right. then it's like far from home, and I'm like, I kind of hate that. <laughs> so it's like I would have yeah, preferred field it. trip. Uh, home seems to be the I, theme. <laughs> right, right. They find a way to put home somewhere in there. Uh, but Dave, right. what are your thoughts on uh, Spider-Man Far From Home? I think the third one's going to be called Spider-Man Home is Where the Heart Is, but it's going to be about uh, Tony and uh, him checking up on Aunt May. Maybe it'll be a porno. I don't know. Anyways, um, what I'm hoping about this movie, Far From Home, um, what I'm hoping about is that like, we take uh, right after what happens in Infinity War, he turns into dust, and then we get to watch the dust float around the fucking space. I don't know. I have no, I don't, I don't like you guys said, I don't care. Um, I don't really, you know, whatever they do is fine. I wasn't a big fan of Homecoming. That was the name. It was actually really, really good and fitting. This could be, oh, okay. no, I didn't, I, 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 about homecoming. I thought it was, I, oh, yeah, oh, the name. <laughs> yeah, the, the name, not the movie. I love the movie. No, but uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't really care about the title. Um, yeah, yeah. It also could be a bullshit title. This is another one where they could have, that all could be planned. He gave us that. It's just going to give us some information, and then it will be something else. Whatever happens, maybe it has something to do with Mysterio being involved, far from home. Maybe it's 
all trippy and shit. I have no clue. All I want to know is, is does he experiment with mushrooms in this movie? Maybe that would have, a, you know, an effect with Mysterio that would be interesting to happen. Like a camp or some shit. Sure. That would mushrooms. be interesting. Uh, because Spider-Man is also so meta, am I the only one that wants him to kind of make like a Batman joke towards Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio? I'm just, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. I, mean, I think that'd be only if he actually was um, Batman. Would that make sense? That would be true, but no, because his name floated around, so it's like I, I don't know. I still want that joke. Anyway, well, if he didn't do Michael um, Keaton, he, I don't think he's going to do with Jake Gyllenhaal. All know? right, exactly. That is a really good point. That is a really good point. Even though he said Michael Keaton he used to say I'm Batman like all over set. That that is classic. Uh, we need video uh-huh. footage of that, or, or yeah. it's never happened. Now Gyllenhaal could say, uh, "Now I'm Batman." Right. I'm sad. Oh, I was going to be Batman. Um, but no, I'm really excited. There you go. Yes. Got to wait for it now. Um, (laughs) I will say, I I really love what they're doing with this movie. They're in the middle of filming. I do want to put out there so everyone knows because we have a title, do not assume we'll be getting any trailers or any kind of footage from Comic-Con, from Marvel. I think Marvel is bringing nope. nothing to Hall H, so nope. don't expect yep. anything. It will be DC's day and night to completely own and conquer. Um, Marvel is is out. I think if you get any uh, big news from Marvel, it'll be at New York Comic-Con, which me and Joel will be there, um, because yes, it'll be heading into the new year. So you'll get Captain Marvel footage. You'll get uh, Avengers 4 footage. You'll get stuff like that. Uh, and that'll be when you get a Spider-Man trailer around then. Uh, but nothing, nothing yet. Nothing anytime soon regarding anything that they are filming as of as of right now. Um, but did you guys kind of want to touch on that Silk News a little bit, or did you want to go right into DC? Touch on it. I mean, if you, you want. You, okay. You can talk about it. All right, um, so it did come out that, uh, was it Sony or, or was it uh, Kevin Feige was, was flirting with the idea of doing a spinoff uh, based on Silk? I wasn't sure if it's it was Sony. Sony trying to do a world. It's Sony. So it was Sony trying to do a world building. There's okay. no way that Marvel um, would do Not Yeah, right now. I agree. When I first saw it, I was just like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Time out, Marvel. So you named, not name drop, but you pretty much hint at Miles Morales and you skip him to do Silk? I I was getting heated, but then I thought I was like, no, 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 no. This sounds this sounds idiotic. That sounds more like a Sony move. I could get on board with yeah. that. Okay, that's a Sony move, not not MCU. Okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is something that uh, the character does exist in the MCU. Um, we have seen her not as Silk. So just for anyone listening, not not no. as Silk. But we have seen her character in the MCU in Homecoming. Um, so I mean, it'll be interesting to see what Sony wants to do. I again, I'm start- Dane. I think Sony heard our complaints about DC letting too much get out, and then when it gets out, it's about stuff that they think they want to do, but then they end up scratching. I think Sony is now starting to to try to beat out DC. For let's throw as many things to the wall to see what sticks and then remove it from the wall. Uh, To me, it's just like, let Venom come out before you think about doing any other project. Because if that doesn't hit, if Venom doesn't doesn't become a box office hit, 
there's no way Silk is going to be one. So it's like I, I don't get where your mindset's at. Let Venom come out, and if that's good, green light everything. But if that doesn't do well, and I'm not saying it won't, if that doesn't do well, why would someone go see Silk that didn't see Venom? I, I, I don't get the, the, the thought process. But, Joel, help me understand what Sony's trying to do here by giving us an unnecessary Silk movie instead of a Miles Morales one. Well, I'm, I think I, I differ in that, 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 that respect because they are giving us Miles Morales one. It's called Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> oh, that doesn't I think, count. <laughs> I think all these movies will be connected through the Spider-Verse movie. <laughs> That's it. Everything will be connected through Into the Spider-Verse. The only way that even makes sense to do Silk right now. But um, I don't know. I have no idea. Everything Sony says they want to do, I'm very iffy about. Even Venom, and I love Venom. And, I, and I'm, I'm still iffy, even with Tom Hardy uh, involved. I, I still want, want to see it succeed, but I got to see it succeed first. Um, but it's just weird. I mean, Sony's just a weird company. They're just kind of just milking that spidey cow, and that's that's kind of how it's been going on lately. And it, we've heard they have like five or six different movies in development. Uh, Silver Black now is on hold till next year at some point. Uh, that was uh, that was ongoing. That was almost there was. I think it was supposed to come out at some point. Um, well, I think this year. I think some point this year, but that, obviously that or next year or something like that. But that's now on hold. Um, I don't know about the other ones. The other ones seem to be just in name only. Like they, they've talked about, but nothing's been official like Venom. And I think what, what the reason that is is because everything is predicated on Venom doing well. And if Venom does well, right. we may see other Sony Spidey movies. And we don't know how connected right. it is to the MCU yet anyway. And like you said, Cindy is in MCU, at least as Cindy. I don't know. Like they never actually said Moon. So they could always play it off right. like that's not the same character if they wanted to, uh, because they didn't give a lot of depth to the character. Oh, um, but who knows? I, we ha- it's just this just not enough information there yet. I'm not super excited about it. I do like the character still, but I need to see more before I get heavily invested in the idea of the Silk movie. No, I completely agree with you, and I do want to stress this uh, because I don't think this is said enough. When rumors come out. We can't always assume it's out of the studio. Uh, like, Sony didn't come out and, and like, confirm that that's, that's something they were working on. So it's right. like, because we, we hear a lot of rumors, especially with DC, and, we're, and I'm not saying us, but people are just quick to, to jump on it. It's like, dude, relax. Warner Brothers didn't confirm that. I mean, I don't doubt it, but Warner Brothers didn't come out right. and say, this is something we're doing. Uh, a report came out, and we took that as, as gospel, and we're assuming that it came out of the studio. That doesn't, it doesn't always mean that those two are connected. A source could be from anywhere. Someone could have got fired and went, you know what? I'm going to make a phone call and tell somebody that before I got fired, they were trying to do this. So, I mean, it could come from anywhere. It doesn't mean that the studio signed off on it. It yeah. could have been they were in a room together and said, hey, what would you guys think about a Silk movie? And they were like, eh, you know, possibly. And then someone heard that and ran and told somebody, and now it's news. Uh, but, Dane, what are your thoughts on, on everything me and Joel just said and your thought on a Silk movie? Standalone movie, by the way. And yeah, and, and mm-hmm. think about things yet now. And I mean, it, sometimes the studio leaks the information, too, just to get out there to see a reaction on something they're thinking about doing. So there's different ways for this stuff to happen. As far as Silk, 
like you guys said, I mean, you got two movies that are not technically in the same universe, but I think potentially could be in the same universe if, you know, Kevin Feige doesn't want to play ball and somebody's got to build up their own Spider-Man universe. It's just um, after Venom, what, what does that do? How well does that do? Then go from there, basically. If you want to keep on, you know, expanding it, you possibly want to use uh, Spider-Man, um, the Miles Morales, uh, animated movie possibly to be in the same universe to kind of like flourish it more. Um, you know, there's a lot of avenues that you can do. Then you can, you know, think about doing your stilt movie or thinking about doing your Morbius movie or whatever. Uh, you know, um, what else do they want to do? Uh, Black Cat, uh, Silver Sable movie. There's, there are a mm-hmm. lot of great characters within the Spider-Man mythos. Don't get me wrong. And I don't think that it's still a stretch, but this could still be a part of Kevin Feige's Marvel eventually, just other characters getting built up. Um, but if I were to believe that's going to still stick and be that way, I think the smartest way of doing it is to keep everything a part of it. You know, keep the, get Miles Morales. I know that, you know, Shamik Moore, uh, he's a great actor. I know that he's not part Hispanic, you know, and that's kind of a good, uh, important part of Miles Morales is that he's half African-American, half Hispanic. And, you know, I think, I think he's Jamaican, which is definitely not the same thing. I'm not trying to say it is, um, but I, he's still a great actor that can play the character, same age as Tom Holland. Uh, if you want, you know, you can kill Spider-Man off. If you want to get another actor to play an older Spider-Man and play, like, maybe Scarlet Spider or some shit like that, you have that option, you know, uh, the fact that you're introducing him in the story. Uh, I would say just, you know, kind of like the comics, Ultimate Comics, kill Spider-Man, go from there. But Silk, does it get me excited? No, because I have no idea if they're actually going to go through with it. And I think that much like we're saying with DC, chill the fuck out about, you know, saying we're going to do all these projects because we don't follow through with half of them. Just try to see if you can do something for the movies you have planned currently and then go from there. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I will, I will say this. I don't ever, like, I'll never sign off on the idea, because I love Tom Holland so much, on them killing off Spider-Man. I think the easier way to do that is Wait till the third movie to start building a, a spider universe. Because then all you could say is, like, you could say, all right, well, Peter's now in his 20s, so you can have, like, a 15-, 16-year-old Miles Morales. Um, I, I don't think that they have to be that drastically different in, in age. I think you can still find a way to make it work. At that point, uh, more that you were referring to, Dane, wouldn't really work because I think he's older than Tom Holland. So that might not work. But – um, as Joel was saying, oh, I should have I should have been ahead, specific. I should have been specific more. What I was trying to say is that if it's going to be Tom Holland's movie Spider Man, it's going to be completely separate and keep him doing his thing that's connected with Sony, but MCU, it's their universe, and they have their. It's kind of like what we were talking about when we were talking about the animated movie uh, two weeks back. But then Miles Morales, you know, the Spider Man that's that universe is the one that they introduce. In, into the shadows. Um, he's the older one. Maybe he dies at the end of the movie, and then you can use Shamik Moore outside of the cartoon film within that universe with Venom, you know, if, if oh, you wanted to do that. okay. Okay. No, I get you. I get you. I get you on that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I get you on that, because what you could do is, I mean, you could then blend the world, but, I mean, I, I'm still like you, Dane. I'm holding on to that if they're going to introduce other versions of Spider-Man, that it's, it's connected. Uh, because I do want 
Peter to have an interaction with someone else who has powers just the same as he does. Um, and, how and I want to combat old Miles Morales in the MCU eventually. So, yeah, I agree with yeah, you Yeah, I that. agree with you. And if they have to. I'll say this. I'll say this. I agree with Joel because Joel's always told me, because I always told him, I'm like, I don't know if you could find that many people that would fit Miles Morales exactly out there. And Joel was like, you got to look. I mean, <laughs> people like that do exist. So it's not like it's a rarity, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can yeah. find it, but you have to actually look. And I'm going to be completely honest. I knew nothing about Tom Holland uh, before he got casted for, for Civil War. Like, he came out of nowhere to me. I've never heard of the kid. So it's like, yeah. I'm sure you could find you could find something like that for Miles Morales, somebody that fits both, uh, that could properly uh, fit in for that character. You just have to look. Uh, and that's what casting calls are for. Um, and I'm sure you could find someone that's a, a diamond, just like Tom Holland was. Uh, because I remember coming off of Andrew Garfield, a lot of people didn't like the idea of, it, of you going younger. Uh, because Tobey Maguire in real life was so old, and Andrew Garfield was in his 20s already. So it was just like you didn't like the idea of going younger, but it worked. So it's like now I kind of like the idea of having – other spider uh, Spider-Men or women around that same age for him to have to interact with. I don't want a huge spider family, but if you're telling me Silk and Miles is all you have interacting with Peter, I'm fine with that to maybe do a Spider-Gwen down the road. I, four is tops. I, I don't need any more than that. Um, but, yeah, I would really enjoy that because, honestly, I think we will get a Venom Carnage Spider-Man movie. I'd love uh Spidey and Miles versus Venom and Carnage. I would love that. My my childhood would be made. I would die peacefully at that moment. That's that's what I'm really looking forward to. Um, yeah, my childhood. Miles Morales is my childhood. What do you mean? That's how young you are. That's the song I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> Miles Morales is my childhood. Yes, Miles Morales is my childhood. Like, I mean, Peter Parker. Born yesterday. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but, no, I, I do want them to find a way to mix it, and I agree with Joel. you got to look harder. Uh, you got to look harder, put out proper casting calls, and you can get Miles Morales done right. Um, and and yeah. there's so much you could do with him. I just don't want Kevin Feige to fill his plate. He's saying he has, like, over 50-something movies that he has planned out. I don't want him to rush into a Miles or a Silk or a Spider-Gwen. Just do what you have doing, and if it floats in, then float it in. If not, then let Sony do their own thing. Uh, did you guys have anything else to add about uh, Silk? No, uh, but I did have uh, She's silky. That's a good one. <laughs> <She's silky. laughs> ahead, um, Tom, you said you said Tom was at Ace Comic Con. Did you hear where he, uh, him and the back and forth between him and um, Anthony Mackie? It was pretty funny. Yeah, apparently... Apparently, Anthony Mackie didn't see Homecoming. Uh, yeah. That kind of rubbed Colin uh, the wrong way. <laughs> and everybody started booing. Yeah. That's hilarious. Anthony Mackie, I was like, I'll say this. Go ahead, Joe. No, he said, he said everyone started booing, and, he, and then Tom was like, you're right. I didn't. I never seen the Falcon. Wait, hold on. <laughs> There's no Falcon movie. <laughs> no one cares about That's Falcon, awesome. Anthony Mackie. Um, no, Anthony Anthony Mackie is never afraid to voice his opinion. I, I believe he's the same guy that said he hated Man of Steel or something like that, or he thought it was a bad movie yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah he so he, he's never one. 
he's never one to shy away from his opinions, uh, even as bold as they may be. Um, so, but yeah, no, I did hear about that, and that's hilarious. Because uh, Tom Holland shooting back as, 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 as well as he did, that means that they definitely mm-hmm. built a relationship throughout Civil War all the way to now. Um, that they felt comfortable joking like that. I think Anthony Mackie has seen Homecoming. Uh, and if he hasn't, shame on him. That's why he'll never get a Falcon spinoff. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's move on. Let's oh, move on to, to why, I, why we named the show DC's Revival. And by that, I meant they have a lot of weird things going on, but a lot of great things have, uh, going on. Let's start with one of their weird things. Now, this was a report. Warner Brothers did not come out and back this story whatsoever, and it seems like Matt Reeves never liked to talk about the Batman. So I doubt we'll get anything from his end. Um, But news did come out that Matt Reeves' as the Batman might not be in the same continuity as the DC – is it supposed to say EU Dane or FU? Because it says FU in my notes. Oh, that's that that that's my joke. I call it the DCFU because it's the film. Oh, universe. okay, okay. Get it? Because yeah, I'm reading it's it. It's called I'm DC like, Films. Wait. Technically, you're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got you. Uh, so your joke works both ways, Dane. Uh, now, Damn it. Reports did come out. Reports did come out, kind of backtracking on this a little bit and kind of steering it in a different uh, narrative, saying that. Um, it could depend on the uh, what did they say on uh, on Aquaman? Was it Joel or or the Joker solo? It depended on like one of those. Oh, you want? I can go into all of it if you want. Absolutely, take you it away. Me, I'm sorry, take it away. Did yeah. you? Because you want me to start with Bat, uh, Batman, or did you want me to? I can end it with Batman, so we can end it with a bang. <laughs> if you like. Okay, you can do that. Start 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 from the top, and then I'll. You know what? You're the host for this topic. Run it off, Joel. Okay. All right. Um, most of this – well, actually, the rumor you're talking about was started with Mark Hughes, uh, who we've interviewed before, a very good guy. Um, um, and that kind of exploded about the whole not con- – like the whole Batman might, might be in that universe instead of the universe we're currently in, which kind of perplexed the shit out of me when I first started it. But Mario elaborated, um, another guy we've had on, and we should get back. Um, and who was close to, to, to our group uh, recently, um, he elaborated on all the things he's hearing. So one of the first things he was talking about is Superman. So he was talking about how Superman, uh, Henry Cavill actually tweeted the other day that he was getting back in shape and that he might be, and he kind of teased the, the, the whole idea of him getting back into the costume sooner rather than later. Uh, and he was saying that that's possibly because Henry Cavill uh, has a chance to possibly be filming a scene, uh, like an extra, like almost like a post-credit scene type of thing, possibly for Shazam. I mean, we've heard for a while that there was a chance that Henry Cavill Superman is in Shazam. So that's probably what, apparently he thinks that the reason he's uh, working out and what his, the next time we do see him will be in Shazam in a, some type of small cameo. And that's kind of what he's working out for. He also said that any news on a Superman sequel might be coming soon. We may hear about it possibly at San Diego Comic-Con, but he says even if it's not at San Diego Comic-Con, uh, it might be a little bit later when um, Mission Impossible comes out because he says they kind of want to ride the, the Mission Impossible wave because Henry's apparently has a – they're kind of proud of, of everything that he's done in that movie, 
So there, his representation is like, oh, let's let's release any information about Superman, the sequel, for when that movie comes out, so they could just ride together, and it'll be high, like it'll get more publicity. Even though I think they should probably do it at San Diego Comic Con, because that's like well, the geek community is on high alert there. So that's probably the best place to do it. Um, but he said either or. He's not sure which one. But that's what he heard that that's it's possible. We'll get some Superman sequel news around that time period. Um, he also mentioned that they've thrown around the idea of um, Henry Cavill possibly even hosting uh, the Shazam panel and, and releasing and, and like announcing the trailer there with them. I don't know if that's going to happen, but he said it's uh, it's been thrown around. It's been talked about. I'm not sure if it'll actually happen. Um, and I think that I think that's all the Superman part of the news. He brought up Aquaman. Obviously, um, apparently the studio is very happy with it. Uh, there's a chance that they may even move it up. Uh, mainly so it could get out of the giant. There's just a lot of, it's a stacked date. We talked about it here a couple times that it's, there's a lot of stuff going on around that date. Um, so it might move up, not just because they're confident in it, but also because it's probably better off financially for them to get out of the way of some of those movies so it could breathe a little bit. So there's a chance that Aquaman may move up a week or I mean like a two weeks or something like that, just so it can have some more breathing room. And they do like what they've seen out of it. Um, a lot of, at least from what he's saying is that a lot of there's probably a lot of stuff riding on Aquaman because they kind of want Aquaman to be what Iron Man was for MCU. There's like this like lower tier character that can probably take some shine um, and, and let the the bigger guns rest a little bit. So that not everything is on the Trinity. You got Aquaman out there, and if he can become a a big star, like a lot of people already love him, but if the movie can hit and he's a big hit, um, obviously that looks good for all the other movies going forward. So there apparently is a lot of stuff riding on Aquaman in general. They they do have a they, – they want Aquaman to do well. They obviously want Shazam to do well. They want Wonder Woman 84 to do well. So that's really all I heard, I think, about Aquaman. He didn't say much about Shazam except for obviously we're going to probably get – because that was already released that the trailer is going to drop on at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, we've uh, we've already elaborated on what we kind of know about Wonder Woman 84 possibly being there as well. We may get like a little teaser. Um, he doesn't know much about uh, how um, Steve Trevor is around at that time. He's just as clueless as we are. Um, now to get to the Batman and the Joker. Um, yeah, so here we are. So he said. It is exhausting, especially this specific news because it's annoying. It's fucking. It's been annoying every week. It's a new. It's a new little tidbit about the same bullshit. All right, so this Joker movie with with uh, Todd Phillips and and Joaquin uh, Joaquin Phoenix, um, which still hasn't been confirmed by Joaquin Phoenix or anybody, but it seems like that's likely to be the case. Yeah. He's still going to possibly be the Joker. They're going to start filming soon, apparently. So if this thing goes ahead, um, this movie will be if the, if it's really good they've considered integrating it with another movie, not just leaving it as a standalone as they originally planned. That's the thought, that it's possible if it's that good, if it makes them that much money, they're like, why why leave it alone? Which I don't think is a smart idea. The whole point of for it being existing is for it to be alone. Why would you integrate it if you didn't have to? Um, but whatever. I mean, his his idea is like, this new Batman movie with Matt Reeves, like we've been waiting for fucking 50 years, it feels like. There he's saying it's still likely that Ben isn't coming back, especially not at least not for Matt Reeves' movie. He doesn't feel like he's coming back at all, regardless. Not in any other movie. It might be the end of Ben Affleck. Period. That's because he's just not coming back. And um, they're gonna blow him up. 
They're going to blow him up. So what this movie is, he feel, he feels it's a soft, more of a soft reboot, the, the Batman movie. It's going to basically, almost like we talked about, like when we first heard about uh, this Ben Affleck leaving news, that this will be more of a prequel series. It will take place. It will be a younger Batman. It won't be a young Batman. He'll probably be more uh, in his like mid thirties and not his forties or at least his early thirties, something like that. And um, won't be a near retirement Batman like we've we've been given. So it'll be a stories that take place in the past. And he's saying that uh, to 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 write off what Mark Hughes was saying because he heard the same thing was that if everything works out. Some guys have talked about, like, why not just put them together? If the, if, if this Joker movie is really good and this Batman movie is really good, why not just keep them together instead of leaving them apart? And to the point where they're, like, it could even ship, like, dethrone Leto's Joker and just have Joaquin Phoenix be the Joker going forward. But, again, that's just talk. None of this is official. These are just people in, that have heard, that have been in meetings and heard people talking. None of this is actually substantial evidence. It's all rumor and, like, grain of salt shit. Um, but that's something some of these guys have talked about. So that's really – and he, apparently he has some items that were uh, in the running, aside from, like, we've heard for a while Jake Gyllenhaal was one of the guys. Apparently there were other guys too, and he has some names, but he hasn't – I think Mark Hughes was saying that he had, he knows some other guys. He didn't want to – he don't want to release anything just yet because he wants to confirm before he says anything because obviously it becomes giant shit. So <laughs> it'll be interesting if we get other names of who other who other people that possibly met Matt Reeves for that role. But – as of right now, Batman is still in flux for all, from everything I've heard. From everything I've heard. Well, I just wanted to touch on one thing that you said, because I, I did hear uh, a treat that they might give us with Shazam is, because um, from what I was hearing, and this could be completely wrong, so I'm going to just put that out there now, um, that Henry has already shot something for Shazam. And that might be, because I heard what you said, that he would be uh, presenting it. And that at mm-hmm. the end, you would either get a sound bite or you would see an image of Superman in Shazam, in the Shazam trailer. Um, right. I, I was told to lean more towards a sound clip than anything, um, but that you would feel the presence of Superman in the trailer whether it be that they're kind of building up the fact that he wants to be like Superman and maybe you hear like an old sound clip or something like that. I was even hearing, and again, take this with a grain of salt, that Billy possibly could have been the kid that uh, was talking to Superman at the end of Justice League. Uh, I mean, at the beginning of Justice League. Sorry, I apologize. At the beginning. Um, Right. Which which would be pretty I'd, I'd cool. Like that. That's world building. Yeah. That's that's world I like building. That. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that as much as I liked it when they said Peter was the kid, even though it didn't line up like time wise. But they were saying Peter was the kid uh, in Iron Man too. I like that. I like small things like that. Um, right. It just connected tissue, connective tissue that you can't really prove wrong because they never said who the kid was. So I, right. I, I just like subtle things like that. Um, I, I will say one more thing. Now I'm going to pass it to you, Dane, to give you a rebuttal on everything wow. Joel was saying. Uh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> uh, I will say with the uh, with the Batman news, what I don't like about it is, and again, this is just rumors, not facts. Um, right. Joaquin Phoenix has stressed that he does not like to do multi-pictured films. So exactly. if you're telling me you're taking Batman out of the DC. Uh, 
DC Films universe and putting him in this pretty much standalone universe, it's like, well, will Joaquin Phoenix want to do more than one movie? Because if you screw Jared Leto out of being the Joker, there's no chance you're getting him back. And there's a very... there's a very limited chance because I know we all have the mindset of money changes anyone's opinion. If I'm an, if I'm another actor, I'm going to look at what you did to Jared Leto and I'm going to say, how do I know like you won't get uh, another actor that might have like a higher caliber or something along those lines that you take to replace me at some point if I take the role of Joker. So I mean, it's just it's it's a really weird thought to have if that's a thought right. that they're having. Um, right. And when it comes to Ben, I don't think you need to transition Batman out just to do a soft reboot. I think you can do a soft reboot in the Batman film to where you're just going back to a younger Batman. Uh, like right. you said, maybe late 20s, mid-30s. You could do that. Um, and that's your soft reboot. Um, but yeah, I'm really. starting to get to a point to where it's like... Maybe we're just not meant to have Batman. <laughs> I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. out of all characters, they could They're be held overthinking up on. it, bro. It's They're annoying. super overthinking it, and it's just like, listen, if if you can make if you can take Gal Gadot and make a successful Wonder Woman uh, universe, why can't you just get Batman right? Like, why can't you lock down one actor and get Batman right? Like, I mean, think about it. At this point, we're gonna have a Shazam solo before Batman. Like, that's insane. I would have never thought that. I would have never thought that. that, That's ridiculous. (laughs) That's crazy. And uh, news just came out that uh, Birds of Prey might start uh, doing casting calls soon. So we might get a Birds of Prey movie before the Batman. So, I mean, it's it's insane. It's the one character that we we definitely want them to, to get consistently correct. And when they when they finally found an actor that can portray both Bruce Wayne and Batman at a high level, they now don't even know if they can hold on to the guy long enough to build a universe with. So it's just like, it's, it's very frustrating. Uh, but Dane, what are your thoughts on all the news that Joel brought, uh, brought to the table and your thoughts on the Batman news? Uh, well, now that I took two Tylenol and a Zantac, um, I feel a lot fucking better about talking about this. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I know that, probably both our members that are not on tonight um, for different reasons um, and a lot of the people that listen to our show probably expect me to be extremely negative and I you, you can ask the guys I was extremely negative when I heard about all this it really pissed me off but I'm going to try to think about this calmly there's still certain things that aggravate me first thing that fucking aggravates me is the term soft reboot I've heard it for so many goddamn films now with the DC universe uh, Flashpoint is going to be a soft reboot. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be a soft reboot. This Batman movie is going to be a soft reboot. Look, if you're going to have multiple layers, if you're going to have this ju- this fucking DC Dark or whatever, DC Black, whatever you're calling it, and you want to have Matt Reeves' Batman movies be a part of that, and this Joker solo film, whatever. I can't stop you. Do I think it's fucking ridiculous that if Matt Reeves was like, I want to do a younger Batman. I don't care about the continuity of what you're doing. Me, me, me. I don't know why the fuck you picked him. I mean, I liked what he did with Apes, mm-hmm. but he's only known for Cloverfield outside of those fucking films. So, you know, I, I don't really understand why you have to cater to someone at the cost of your whole entire cinematic fucking universe. Regardless of Ben Affleck's not coming back, because you can get John Hamm and other actors a decent age and just do a Batman movie that's currently. 
I'm getting aggravated. I, I'm, 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 I'm trying not to, but it just depends how much they want to do with this world-building concept. Do they want to attach everything? Is it going to be loose? Are we going to have to wait for a Justice League or possibly a JLA rebranded movie in the future? Are we going to see a lot of this Legion of Doom stuff happen with Aquaman, with Wonder Woman, or are they going to like try to like chill out from that about connecting directly? But the fact that you even said it, the fact that we might get a fucking Birds of Prey movie, we might get these movies before the Batman even happens, and the possibility that that Batman movie might have nothing to do with the rest of these fucking things. And then you even said, mm-hmm. like, you know, Joaquin has said many times, he only wants to be around for one film if he did one. So now, potentially, you're going to use that Joker within this franchise. I know a lot of this is rumor and innuendo, and I know that it's going to keep on happening. But just really frustrating. I'm just going to remain positive. If they want to possibly get Ben Affleck to stay, have him be Batman behind the scenes, you know, with all these films having stuff that leads up eventually to another thing. Really try to make all, and we've said this a lot, make your standalone movies stand for themselves. Don't really try that hard to have too much interconnectivity. Like, I love Marvel, right. but it seems like a lot of those films are forced at hand to make sure they lead up to the next film. Don't worry about that, but still right. have little things breaching it. You know, Ben Affleck can still be a part of that. You can even you can have him in Birds of Prey, or that same Bruce Wayne, played by another actor, maybe John Hamm, whoever the fuck, someone around his age, you know, taking that role, showing up in Nightwing, showing up in Batgirl, showing up in Birds of Prey, having a presence there, being the leader of the Justice League once they make a sequel to that, maybe being in a cutscene for the... The, the movie that hasn't even fucking been announced, Man of Steel 2, you know, talking to Henry Cavill Superman. There's a lot they can still do. And do these cool concepts with Matt Reeves' Batman. It's more gritty. And the Scorsese, um, you know, uh, concept of the Joker movie and whatever. That's fine. All I ask is that possibly they consider, and it's something that actually Malcolm on our group suggested, and I think it's a good idea, if you're going to throw so much to the wall to see what sticks at this point. And I think that Hamada has a lot of... He, I think he's trying stuff, but I think that he's got a better strategy than they've ever fucking had before in the past. So maybe try an animated line. Maybe do some animated movies. Um, what I mean by animated is, is, is uh, you know, computer animated, like to the point where it, it looks very realistic. Um, and kind of then you can do, what, you know, another line of movies with the Justice League. You can do stuff that's much uh, bigger and grander in concept of, like, you know, Christ on Infinite Earth if you want to do that. I'm not saying do that, but that's an example of something big. And you can have a movie where fucking Kevin Connery does the voice of Batman while they have Kristen Glover or, or, or William Defoe do the voice of the Joker. You know, you can kind of play with it, infinite potential, very much like a DC Online Universe uh, game, the, the Tim Miller, you know, uh, scene at the beginning of the game that starts it off about them being in the in the future, fighting, Brainiac gets there, all that shit that he directed, that style of animation, you know, maybe get people like, like Greg Wiseman, who did Gargoyles and Young Justice, and, and Paul Dini and Bruce Timm, who did the Batman series. I'd say Dwayne McDuffie, but he obviously passed away. But, yeah, those type of guys to really do a very well done. And I love what they're doing right now with the animated stuff. I'm sure Death of Superman is good. But another different theatrical style, too. Because if you're going to do all this type of stuff, you've got the television stuff, you've got the fucking the streaming service, you got these movies, you got those movies. Just say fuck it. Just say fuck it and try to make a bunch of money. That's all I have to say. And try to have some, some continuity that's better than Fox's play with their X-Men films. That can't be that hard. 
And I'm just hoping that everything fucking works out. I can't believe we might have two Batmans that are completely separate and two Jokers potentially that are completely separate. The whole concept of trying to, like, say, all right, we'll pretend Ben Affleck and, and, and Gyllenhaal don't exist and we're going to, like, put these there. I don't like that either. I think that's a stupid fucking concept. No. And I think if they do a Joker movie with Jared Leto, do a movie with, with, with Harley Quinn and Joker. That will set it differently from the Scorsese one and really be able to give it, like, a – like I've said, a natural born killer type of feel to it. Uh, other than that, I, mean, I just have to sit here, wait, and with my thumb up my ass and hope that they make some really drastic and amazing announcements at San Diego Comic Con. And if they don't, I'm going to fucking just, I'm going to, I don't know, hit myself in the face 40 times with a goddamn baseball bat for hoping. No, I mean, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. My biggest confusion is, Scorsese is trying to make a more mobster feel of the Joker, right? In the 80s. In the 80s. And to me, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I know Scorsese loves that feel. But I kind of feel like, why not just take Jared Leto and do a more modern version of that? I said and the that same way thing. you keep Leto. You keep Leto. We can find out. stays in the same oh my universe. God. Go ahead. You can finish, man, but no, no, you can finish. Just let me go next because I completely agree with you on this. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take it. Well, well, no, I mean, I mean, that's, that to me, if you can do like a modern Scarface concept and show us, Jared Leto, why he got those specific tattoos, how he met Harley towards the end, how he got to the heights of the level of where he was, people will like him. And if you get, I forgot what the director is, but the, the gentleman who did um, The Hangover and, um, you know, Todd and Phillips. Scorsese's backing it. Todd Phillips. If you get Todd Phillips and Scorsese backing it and, and, and making it just a little bit more – like, make it like Scarface and The Departed, if you will. You know, it's that time period for crime drama, which is the late 90s or, or early 2000s. And, you know, you have this, this rise of this Tony Montana psycho character that is the Joker. Jared Leto is an Oscar-winning actor. He could do this. I, I, I don't understand why they'd have – and same thing with Matt Reeves Batman. Even if they want to go a little bit younger, all right, we don't really have to talk about the age. Fuck it. We can just pretend. It, sh- it all should be connected is what I'm trying to say. I agree. Yeah, and I mean, if you do it that way, you can then have that – and I know you hate this term, Dan. I'm sorry. Uh, you can then do your soft reboot. You can say um, – because you've never actually said the exact age of Batman and Joker. Now, I know Ben Affleck's Batman said multiple times he's getting too old for this. Like, he feels as though, like, this is becoming, like, their thing. He's Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. He did say 20 years. He did say 20 years. You're right, Joe. But I'm saying they didn't give a physical age, like, an exact age to it. fucking years. But, yeah, 20 years he put in the game. What I'm saying is if you do it the way me and Dane are proposing – you could have a younger Batman come in, and like I said, I I personally am not – I said I was excited for the idea of a Jared Leto solo for the pure fact of I would love for them to do a story kind of like, you know, Joker and Harley kind of owning the city, how they got their power, but I want it to be at some point in that movie for them to explain and show us the death of, of Jason Todd. And then I feel as though if you're Matt Reeves, that can then blend into one of your, your three Batman solos, if he's the guy that's going to uh, do a trilogy with Batman, or if there's going to be a Batman trilogy, only because it's like 
and I love how everyone keeps saying they never said it was Jason Todd in the costume. Okay, well, if they didn't, how are we getting a Nightwing movie? Should be more fucked up. Dick Grayson. Right, but that right. means that Dick Grayson existed and still exists, didn't die because right. he'd be the one that's right. Nightwing. So are you telling me right. you skipped Jason Todd and went to who? Uh, Tim, Tim Drake? <laughs> you're telling me that's right. Tim Drake in there? So it's like that doesn't make any sense, and you're not – I feel as though people who say that aren't actual comic book fans because it's like it wouldn't make any sense. It's not Dick. Uh, it's not Tim Drake because if you skipped over Jason Todd for Tim Drake, you're going to have people just go insane because it's like, why? What? Why do that? And we know it's not Dave. Yeah. So it's like there's not many other possibilities here. So, I mean, right. if you did it that way, had Scorsese direct a more modern version, excuse me, a modern take, on the mobster well, lifestyle of Jared Leto's... No, 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 I'm sorry, produce. I'm sorry, I apologize, produce. Uh, Todd Phillips would be directing. If you, if you have him produce a more modern style of how Joker got his power, how he... Uh, well, we know how he met Harley, but you could have that be like a flashback, a more intimate flashback of specific events in that. A, a lot better than Suicide Squad did it. Um, show how they got their power, and then I don't... You don't have to end it that way. But you could have it to where it ends with the death of Jason Todd setting up something for a Batman solo. And that way you softly rebooted Batman, so you have a younger Batman in there, and then you could go with the storyline of Under the Red Hood, which people are dying for. Um, And that could be what could be either your first or second movie. But to me, having two separate Jokers, two different Batmans, if that is really what Warner Brothers is trying to do and Hamada is trying to do, I then have to side with people who are saying, I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready to put trust back into these guys, even with new management. Because that is almost as idiotic as anything the old management has ever done. That is insane. For what? Yep. You're doubling up and for And it started what? with them. That's yeah. Worst part. yeah. I mean, because the, the time like, you're spending to do these double-up films, you could be spending on a Lobo movie. You could be spending on a whole bunch of different other characters that your fan base Man wants to see. Like Man of Steel 2, a Green Lantern freaking movie, a Batman solo finally. Fuck yeah, a, Green Lantern Corps. Con- confirmation. Exactly. Thank Green you, Joel. Flash. Green Lantern. Martian Manhunter, Flash. Like, you're wasting valuable time on, on doubling up on characters we've already seen decades of. Just do one of the Joker, one of Batman, and spend that other time and resources for a Martian Manhunter, a Green Lantern, a Flash, a Man of Steel 2. You just have better resources and, and better things you could spend your time on. That, to me, is just idiotic. But I did want to add in another thing. We did get reports that uh, Ryan Potter, um, I can't remember her name. I, I apologize. Most of the cast of Titans have finished shooting. They have finished Tegan. their shooting. Uh, Chris, uh, would you say the name was again? Tegan. Tegan Croft, okay. Yes, Tegan. Tegan, yeah, Tegan Croft, I believe is her name. Uh, also, whoever the young lady is that's playing Wonder Woman, not Wonder Woman, I'm sorry, Wonder Girl, finished on her scenes also. Uh, I believe Tegan Leslie uh, or some shit. Forget her name. Yes. The reason I bring this up isn't because they finished shooting because it's like, okay, cool, whatever. I bring this up because Ryan Potter in our interview did hint at the idea of them being at Comic-Con or Titans having uh, a presence at Comic-Con, then he quickly cleaned it up by saying, even if they don't have something there, I'll be at Comic-Con. 
Um, right. So you kind of got a little bit from that. And then I heard, uh, it was either today or yesterday, that we will indeed be getting a trailer um, either that night or around the time of um, Comic-Con. And if that's the case, that's perfect, because we all thought, because their streaming service is supposed to kick in in August. So your first two shows should be Young Justice and Titans. And if that's the case, mid-July is the perfect time to release your first trailer, because it gives between then all the way through August or September, whenever you release Titans, for people to make that one of the most viewed trailers ever because of the hype of it. Um, and if it's done right, you have, you have a hit on your hand, and you can build from that. You can build the Doom Patrol like you're trying to get Kelsey Grammer for that. You can build so much if this hits, but you need to first get the people interested. Mm, uh, I can't wait. Go ahead. I'm sorry, girl. That's so awesome. No, I said oh, I just yeah, can't no, wait I, for Comic-Con just to see that shit. <laughs> I, I agree with you, man. I, I'm, all I'm saying is, from what I'm hearing, DC will have a huge, huge impact on Comic-Con. Uh, you guys remember the year, I think it was three, four, two, three years ago, when Marvel brought, like, everybody on stage and then gave us the huge announcement of the arrival of Brie Larson as... as um, uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, I I was reporting this to you guys as as it all was happening. All I was being told was it was just like Christmas. Everyone was going banana, and that was just such a huge moment for Marvel. I'm gonna say this now: if done right, and from everything we're hearing, could possibly be happening. Uh, also, Joel, I know you heard this. Also, the possibility of Matt Reeves coming out. Uh, giving an update on uh, the Batman and then calling I've Ben that, to come yeah. out and join him. Um, if all these things that we're hearing happen, DC will easily beat out that Marvel moment. Easily. Easily. Only because these characters are so notable and definable that if we can get like a definitive answer on what's happening with some of these characters, people will go bananas. They'll go insane. So DC, we labeled it DC's Revival. Because you have a great opportunity to put yourself back in the driver's seat. Instead of driving with a blindfold on, you will actually seem like you know, you know what you're doing and you'll build something beautiful. But the consistency has to be there. And Comic-Con has to be something that is a milestone. We have to look back at this Comic-Con five years from now and go, that was the birth of, of, of DC Films. That was the birth of something yeah. great. And if you miss this opportunity, uh, no one's going to – because I think the conversation of DC and Marvel, that's over. Um, I don't like to continue to have that conversation because I think it's two different areas. Um, But if DC can't get Comic-Con I'm sick of fucking having the conversation because Marvel's winning. And I got to hear from all the fucking tuck-ass brats. And I don't realize I like both universes. I just want them both to do well. God damn it. (laughs) <laughs> well, also, what I always say to Marvel fans who are like, ha-ha, we're winning, DC is whatever. You have to also remember, you're 12 years Stop into reading this. Stop reading some comic books and shut the fuck up. That's what I think. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're 12 years into this. DC had just started, what, like four or five years ago? So it's like, yeah, okay, yep. congrats. You got a head start. Like, allow DC time. If we get 10 to 12 years, if we get 10 to 12 years into uh, DC films, and it's been crap the entire ride, then you're more than welcome to say that 
they'll never be what Marvel is. But you can't go off of like six or seven movies and compare that. So what does Marvel have? Like over thirty something movies. So it's like you can't really do a fair comparison. You can't. What, <laughs> it movies? seems like they that have day. like eight, eighteen or something like that. Marvel only has eighteen. Marvel Cinematic Movies. I, I gotta. I gotta look. Yeah, really, look only eighteen? Yeah. Because I felt like they've had one every year for the past what? Wow. Years? I, I was with how many films and it, and it finished for me. Uh, yeah, there's eighteen films. He's right. <laughs> wow. Jeez, yeah. eighteen uh, is it? Okay, then hold on. How many have yeah. we have from DC? Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, six, Batman five. vs Superman, five Suicide Squad. You don't have to count Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, okay. Okay, well we have to. Um, so let's say there's there's been eight if you want to count Aquaman that comes out this year, seven or eight. Okay, so then yeah. So if we get if we get through Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman eighty four, and DC still mm-hmm. doesn't know what they're doing. We might have to just <laughs> have that conversation. I thought Marvel had way more movies than just 18. Jeez, only 18? All right. So far. Um, okay, well, they'll, they'll easily build on that. Um, I'm pretty sure yeah. they're working on another yeah. 18 to, to, to follow suit. Um, yeah, like two next year, right? Something like that. Like three? Two. Yeah. Two next No, like two. three next year. No, no, three. No, Captain yeah, yeah. Marvel, Spider-Man, and Avengers 4. Yeah, well, I'll be Avengers 4, then Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, so they got a lot coming in the year after that. Who knows, but they got a lot coming. Um, yeah, it used to be Inhuman. Uh... Oh, man, <laughs> remember those good times when we thought Vin Diesel would yeah. be uh, well, Black Bolt? He definitely uh, would have been. He definitely would have been. Uh, Dude, the thing is, this like didn't this... suck. That show just was fucking horrible. Like, they even had the yeah. bad guy, the worst bad guy from Game of Thrones. I forgot what the actor's name. Oh, uh, great villain, great actor. He has a weird Dude, name. It's just so sad. <laughs> so sad. I would just redo that. And yeah. Put it on. Like pretend nothing happened and do like a little mini movie yeah. on their Disney um, uh, app whenever that happens. Like a little, you yeah. know, See, something, a featurette, if you will, with with better yeah. directors. The, than the that only, fucking asshole that fucked up Iron Fist. The only yeah. issue with that, Dane, is you've lost the faith from your fan base. On, on that. You would have to wait, a, like, I'd well, say a year or two before you try to do well, that. Well, yeah, you, you're, 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 you're go, at that point, you're not going for the masses because the masses already didn't, didn't give a fuck about it. You would just be literally going for the people that cared, and, you know, and it's so, but, yeah, I, I agree. That that show was, was the drizzling Ooh. shit. I had, I, I had a question for you guys uh, involving yeah. Comic-Con for, for, for DC. Um, what are... Like, what is maybe, like, one or two things that you guys are looking forward to or, or two things that you want to find out the most? Um, what are two of your top things of DC announcing, basically? Juwan. Uh I'll, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, the biggest thing I want to see is the casting of the Green Lantern. Uh, just how yeah. on. That is, that is literally the That'd biggest thing came out. If they came out and said... Um, this is who our Green Lanterns are going to be, my mind would explode. So I'm looking for that. <laughs> and then I'm still holding on to the hope of Matt Reeves comes out, announces that the Batman will come out and blah, 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 and that Ben will be the Batman. If I get those two things, doesn't even matter what else they give me. 
my night will be made, and I'll have complete faith, completely put back in the arms of, of Hamada and DC. That's the two biggest things I'm looking for. Wow, those are those are, mm-hmm. I, those are two things I would I hope happen. But wow, um, yeah, those are very high and unlikely. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Joe. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't be negative, damn it. Down. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm trying to be realistic. I'm just trying to like don't. Don't get upset if it doesn't happen. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> um, no, nah, I won't be upset because it's 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 one of those things that's like super far fetched, but it's just the, yeah. the off chance that it might happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't disagree. Like I, I've been waiting for Green Lantern longer than <laughs> a lot of people. I want Green Lantern more than anything. <laughs> I fucking want the Green Lantern evolved in this universe. It's, it's like a travesty that they shitted on him because that last movie was so shitty. It's not. That's not the Green Lantern's fault. It's the studio's fault. Yeah. Uh, um, yep. But, yeah, if we get any confirmation in terms of casting or anything on Green Lantern aside, we already know it's coming. We know there's a producer and a writer attached to it, a new producer and a writer attached to it. Great. And um, what if they give us anything else, that'd be fine. But because I just feel it's too early, I don't know if we'll get anything concrete. So for me, like you said about Batman, any type of clarification would be fucking great. But it's going to be more than just fucking Ben Affleck because we've had Ben Affleck the last two years. It's still a cloudy fucking mess. So it's, I don't trust that. <laughs> I mean, I just, if Matt Reeves gives us anything, though, because he wasn't there last year, uh, I'll be happy because we don't know anything about this Batman. I just need to know that this is this Batman's in the same universe as the other fucking ones, and if they give us anything, any type of information on that, I'll be happy. Any type of Batman clarification. But, I, again, I'm not holding my breath. Um, I do expect a lot of the stuff we know is coming, the trailers for the movies that we know. Uh, them announcing the Superman sequel finally would be great. That's something I definitely would like to see at Comic-Con. And what I really am looking forward to, honestly, is the trailers for Titans. And if they give me anything for Doom Patrol, Young Justice Season 3, I want to know more about the DCU streaming app shows. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, it's just like the, like the television stuff. I mean, movie-wise, like, I can't wait to hear all the little announcements for TV setting up all those shows next year and the streaming app as mm-hmm. well. But, man, I have to – I would love to find out in the Wonder Woman panel more details about Chris Pine and why the fuck he's there because I'm still confused right. about that. And if I could have Everyone any dreams is. happen, it would be, it would be Henry Cavill uh, talking and then getting Chris McQuarrie to come out and then announcing the yeah. movie on Man too. Um, and, you know, big old uh, – Batman is the same thing you guys are saying. I want to know what the fuck's going on. I want to know if Ben Affleck – well, I don't even need to know that. I, I just want to know if this Batman is going to be a part of this. If not, if they have a new person right, in mind, right. what's the whole thing? If this is going to be completely fucking separate, uh, is Ben Affleck still a possibility? Like, are they still going to have a Batman, but they're going to recast him or something else for the, you know, shared universe? You know, any information right. like that. Anything. And then maybe – <laughs> Anything, anything. And then maybe uh, Michael Bay announcing he is doing a Lobo movie and saying he has Terry Crews for Lobo. <laughs> That'd be great. That's, that's, that's uh, my super uh, ridiculous. And he's going to have lots of yeah, time on the field. There you go. Back to you, John. And, no, I was just going to say, in all reality, what we'll probably get out of it is There's this nothing. is for Birds of Prey is, and this is who's going to be hey, Hawkman I would love and that who's too. directing Hawkman. Uh, no, yeah, not I like that I would Hawkman. hate it, but I'm saying out of all the I big things Hawkman. that we want, <laughs> we can probably almost guarantee that we probably won't get any of those answers, uh, any of those questions yeah. answered. 
Pretty much. I will say the one if thing. We get, if we get a fucking um, Green Arrow movie before we get a goddamn Batman movie, I'm going to punch myself in the testicles. I love Green Arrow, but I'm just saying. Ugh. Don't do yeah, that, dude. Yeah. No, don't do that. I don't let's, think you let's should. Let's do him. I don't think you should have a Green Arrow movie as long as you have um, Stephen Amell still still going strong. I think when, right. when they hand yeah, or, that show up, we'll or a, change it up completely. Make him a side character in a, in a future Justice League movie, or just have a connection with Black Canary well, and Birds of Prey in a Black Canary movie. Yeah, or Birds of Prey. Yeah. That's a good place for Green Arrow to kind of like not a side yeah, character. Right. But you guys want to show him saying. Yeah, I no, I give it. Make it more funny and quippy. Uh, I will say to the point that you made before, Dane, uh, of wanting to know about uh, Trevor, I honestly want to know as little as possible. I want to be completely filled in come, come the movie. Only because, like, I'm hearing a lot possibly that it could be, uh, Joe, I know you heard this also, the possibility of Cheetah um, scratches her and it's a hallucination, like, it's, it's a hallucination uh, that she sees mm-hmm. Steve Trevor. Uh, also, you know, uh, I've heard dumb ones like I heard dumb ones like he didn't die. Also, dumb ones like it's not that really that makes him. no it's sense. I agree. It'd be like a thousand years. Pascal is, is playing Doctor Faith or Zeus. I'm sure there's a lot of bullshit out there. I just want to know. Yeah, I want. I want some definite facts. Damn it! I would love. I would love to although, know who Pascal is playing, for sure. Although I'm not a fan of the cheetah scratching one, it would make sense because if you saw uh, Justice League Doom. Her uh, her claws do have uh, a, like uh, a, some kind of poison that does make you uh, hallucinate. So I mean, it would it would make sense. It, it would be dumb and like a really bad way to to explain it, a really cheap way to explain it. But I wouldn't say it would be like totally left field. It it would be within reason of the character mm. and her actual abilities. Uh, but I think it would just be a little too cheap. Like that is a little cheap. Like you didn't have to make that at all. Footage. But, I need to see footage first before I make that judgment about the hallucination. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I agree with you. Like I said, everything you guys hear me say, take with, like, the biggest uh, jar of salt you could find. But, I mean, like I said, when I heard it, I was just like, well, it makes sense. I mean, that's kind of – Yeah, a mountain <laughs> of salt. That kind of aligns with what her powers are. Not a grain. Not I, a grain. I, it's not a grain, a mountain. <laughs> Um, but what else? We we do have one more topic, and I believe it is Terminator uh, based. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> Let me pull it up. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. All right, here we go. All right, so pictures surface of Linda Hamilton on set for Tim Miller's new Terminator movie. Now, I, I do want to say. Ouch. First thing I thought was, because I completely forgot about this. Like, so excuse me ahead of time, guys. I have complete faith in Tim Miller, but I completely forgot that they were making a Terminator movie. So, Dane, when you had posted it, I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Why are you making another Terminator movie? Didn't Genesis uh, just happen? I thought we were uh, past uh, um, huh. I have complete faith in Tim Miller. So I, I'm going to pass it to you, Dane, but I have complete faith in Tim Miller, and I think it'll be a good film. I just don't think it's necessary. <laughs> but go ahead, Dane. Yeah, it's exactly what you just said. I mean, the fact that uh, James Cameron's more involved in this than he has been with any of the other films, like apparently Tim Miller came to him, and it seems like that's a, a theme in Hollywood today. You have an older director that has an older franchise, and some other guys want to come in 
and reinvigorate the life back into it. And if anyone saw Genesis or Jenny Smith or whatever the fuck they call that goddamn Gen- movie, it wasn't, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't really uh, – it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that good. And the one before that yeah. with Christian Bale wasn't that it. good, and the third one wasn't that great. Like, none of them have had the impact of the first two. I mean, arguably the first one's one of the greatest 80s horror movies of all time, and the second one's one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time. And, I mean – it was the fact that you haven't had James Cameron attached to that franchise and his involvement, the fact that I love Deadpool and Tim Miller's a great director and the fact that it's going to have Arnold and when the Hamilton's coming back, you know, I'm very excited. It's going to be a wonderful movie. And I think everyone will love it. Yeah. I... She looks Let me ask you this, Shane. Let me ask you this before I pass it to, uh, to Joel. Would you have more Is interest a... in another in another Terminator movie if uh, they replace Arnold with uh, The Rock? Who the fuck is this Rock guy that you talk about? Because to me, <laughs> Rock Man, he's, he's nothing. He's a, he's a baby. He's a baby compared to me. I, I am the fucking Terminator of T-1004 and 2. So, fuck The Rock. The eyes. <laughs> well, I mean, I asked that because the, the Rock did come out and say uh, he was approached. He would love to do uh, it. To replacing him, no. But he said, out of respect for Arnold, it was something that he just didn't feel comfortable doing. Uh, now I would love that. I mean, that... if 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 they get that going in the sequel, like if Arnold's done for real and he says that, and The Rock wants to come in as the next Terminator, I mean, it's kind of a passing of the torch type of thing. And I'm stupid like that, so I would think that that's cool because I'm a geek. But they don't have to I do mean, another fucking movie ever again after this either. No, I agree with you on that. But I just always thought about how, like, if you wanted to continue the, the, the brand of Terminator, The Rock would be a perfect guy. First of all, the way he's built. And second of all, The Rock could play, like, a badass villain. Like, if that's where they wanted to go with Terminator to where um, the, the T2 was kind of more of, like, this terrifying figure, The Rock could definitely pull that off. I agree with people who say they would just rather there be no more Terminator movies. I don't disagree at all, but we know Hollywood, and if it's something that can make money, they'll milk it. Um, and if they had to keep making them, I'd feel more comfortable, instead of Arnold continuously doing them, that the, uh, they pass it on to somebody like The Rock. And I think it'd be in good hands if they did something like that. Uh, but, Joel, your thoughts? Well, I know The Rock seems like the favorite to take over if uh... – the Terminator franchise, but I'm definitely more in, in, in uh, favor of Kevin Hart taking over as the Terminator going forward. <laughs> I think it's out of the. He'd be, hey, a, man! He'd be a great. He'd be a great Sarah Connor. I mean, if I had to pick a replacement for Sarah Connor, that's the exact. Be guy. out of the box, you know. It's uh, if no one sees it coming, no one would see that guy as a cyborg, right? So. Just no, saying. not at just, all. That's my preference. Literally, that's they would giant be annoying to see him fucking so smile of his. <laughs> We are horrible. We'll never have Kevin Hart on our show. Um, no, no, probably not. <laughs> she looks, I mean, listen, Dane said it before. It seems to be a pattern. I mean, because think about what they're doing with Halloween, bringing back uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, so they look to be liking the idea of going back to what works, even if it is like 30 years later. Uh, they want to go right. back to that well. It's like the old man Logan equalizer back. effect. Right. They want to go back to the well, see if they can get some of that magic, see if that can work. I'm, I don't blame them. Like I said, Hollywood nowadays has become very lazy, 
um, and, and senses of creating something new. They'd rather just go back and grab something from like the 70s or the 80s that people of today might not have seen or care about and then creating it and then calling that new. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I mean, I had someone tell me the other day when it was rumored LeBron was going to do a, a new Space Jam that they were saying, did you hear about LeBron doing this new movie, Space Jam? And I'm like, new movie? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Like, you know it, it'd be like either a part two or a remake. <laughs> like, Michael Jordan did the first one. They were like, there was a first one? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> not know this. What are you? So, I mean, it's one of those things. What are you? Exactly. So, it's one Mm -hmm. of those things where it's like if Hollywood could spend something old and and make it new to this generation, they'll do it. So, that's why I said if you're going to make more Terminators, make it to something that would get a a good fan base to go see it by bringing in The Rock. Um, And and I think it would just do great for the box office. It would do great for the franchise. And it would be a way that our lasting memory of it doesn't have to be Salvation, Genesis, (laughs) <laughs> Rise of the Machine, like that doesn't have to be our lasting memory of such a great franchise. Um, yeah, there's a rape yeah, I mean, the old one. We'll pretend. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> he um, you guys are such idiots. Um, no, but I'm looking forward to this new one because, like I said, I, I do enjoy what Tim Miller does. I do want to see him do more projects. Because I love what he did with the first Deadpool. I think he's the kind of guy that I want doing more original content and not more so carrying on something that someone else did. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that might be better off with original content uh, than carrying on something that someone else created. Uh, And, again, that's the same way I view Michael Bay. His original content is amazing. Him building off of something that has an actual uh, history to it is just like, uh, I don't think he actually saw a Transformers episode um, mm. or Ninja Turtles. Like, I have no idea what he's basing these off of. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind Ninja Turtles. Miller. Oh, oh my yes. God. Kanan wanted us to bring that up. Let me not forget Fuck to bring it up. Terminator. Apparently, <laughs> we're supposed to be getting another Ninja Turtles movie. I do not know. Michael Bay is supposed to be producing this one right. also, like he's done the, right. the last two. Platinum, uh, Stephen, Amell, again. Stephen Amell, exactly. Stephen Amell, you didn't deserve that. I'll say that. Um, but no. you know, are you looking forward to another Ninja Turtle movie uh, produced, produced, not produced by Michael Bay? I personally am not looking forward to. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not if it's a sequel if it's a reboot like I've also heard I, I, I'll be more open to it because maybe they can learn from their mistakes from the last time and they don't have their foot in their ass this time maybe they can figure something out because um, I didn't hate all the aspects of those movies there's certain things I did like like I thought the portrayals of the turtles were good that wasn't the bad thing unfortunately the humans were trash in those movies and they were somehow they were designed to be fucking um, giant ninja, basketball players, Ninja Turtles, that can't fit in short, uh, manholes. I'm like, how do you get those big fuckers through manholes? It didn't make any sense to me. Like, I, they had, nope. I didn't get that part. Oh. But I, if it's a reboot and they decide to go in a different direction and give us new designs and a different type of storyline, I'm more, uh, I'm willing to accept that and see what they give us then. But if it's a sequel, like I've already seen, you did two... Eh, movies. I'm good. I don't need to see more of that. I want to see something different. 
Yes, no, I completely agree with you. And a lot of it, like, I thought Ralph and Leo's relationship was spot on. I didn't like what they did with Shredder. I definitely didn't like what they did with Splinter. No. I kind of felt no. like they were just like, yeah, no. let's forget yeah, this guy's dick. rich history and just trash him. Dick. Um, yeah. And I agree with you. Them being these tall LeBron James looking things was just like super weird. Like, I could yeah, never man. get past that. Um, and then they were they super hit. I like the designs, but they were huge. <laughs> they were too huge. And then it's like, all right, I don't know how they fit in man covers. Then in the second one, you have them in the rafters of an NBA game, and no one could see yeah. them. Like that was Big just like Becker. super weird. It was just like eating eating pizza with it dripping on the court. That was just weird. Anyway, Dane, I'm giant gonna pass ninjas. it to you to give giant ninjas exactly. I'm gonna pass it to you for you to give us your thoughts, and I want you to close the show out. All right. Well, my thoughts um, are. I like the aspects of the first one they made. I thought that, especially like the turtles when they were all in the elevator and they're all like beatboxing and shit like that before they go and look yeah. everyone's ass. You know that was fun. That that was cool. But I, the size, shredder, everything that you guys said, just if it's platinum dune, it's I'm very apprehensive. Sequel, fuck it, I don't even want to see it. Um, I definitely don't think Stephen Mel's fault with the second one, but the second one just didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one had it didn't look like some fun down. in it. I, I want them the same yeah. size as they were in the first films. I thought the first film itself was actually a really good film. Second one, nostalgic. Third oh, one was awful, the Turtles in Time one. But it just sucks because I would rather be part of, of all-star production. I know that they're not a Hasbro uh, toy line, but it would be really cool if they're trying to build up, you know, using maybe the 80s comics, you know, for the dark stuff, and then, like, the 90s Archie comics also as, like, a reference. Instead of the animated series, honestly, I thought this one had a lot of aspects of the 80s animated mm-hmm. or late 80s, early 90s, and it made it cheesy as fuck, especially the second one. You know, Bebop, Rocksteady, mm-hmm. Seamus, and Michael Bay, the fuck away from this, please. And if you want to do it and make this as part of your shared universe, then Power Rangers, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Mask, all that together, that'd be fucking awesome. But just start from scratch. That's what I think. Oh, and actually, yeah. I'm going to be ending this. So, um, yeah, it's been a great night, guys, and uh, I enjoy talking about movies like normal. I am happy to have your host tonight. Juwan, uh, thank you very much, sir. Say goodbye to the wonderful audience. Bye, wonderful audience. And, uh, Joel, try to hurry the fuck up and, uh, you know, do whatever you're going to do. <laughs> Peace out, son. <laughs> Uh, this close, you were this close. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening to us every uh, Sunday night. Uh, we'll be back, of course, next week for another episode of Deep Five Live. We got so many content and programs, lots of stuff on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Geek Five Nation. Um, definitely check out our shows. We got um, wait uh, the basketball shows that's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I forgot the name of it is. So help me out, guys. Um, uh, Full court press. Basketball Full court press. Full Court Press, there you go. Wrestling Geeks Alliance on Wednesdays. Uh, we got, you know, Top Ten Show on Saturdays. And, of course, this show on Sundays. Thank you guys for joining us every week. And I hope that you have a wonderful evening and a great week next week. And hopefully we'll have more information about, you know, whether Ben Affleck's going to play fucking Batman and another bid <laughs> from Comcast for Fox. Uh, I'm sure that will be there. But either way, that's it. That's all I got. And that's the bottom line. Just don't go set so. Let the geek buys be with you and peace up. Now.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.